Hi, do you hate money? Is it burning a hole in your pocket? Would you rather die than hold on to another dollar? Does it need somewhere to go? Do I have the idea for you? If you feel like it, you can go to patreon.com slash empty square. That's E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. And give us that dollar. Yeah, do it. Do it now. You get all sorts of stuff. We have Patreon-only content, specific podcasts, bonus episodes of this show that you're watching right now. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Stuff comes out early. You get to be your own character in Brightwall if I ever get around to one of those. Do it, do it, do it, do it. You can have whole episodes dedicated to you. If you feel like paying enough, you can actually get a whole episode. We will do whatever movie you feel like. But... You don't have to. We love you just the same. Uh, starts as low as a dollar. I think the most expensive it can be is like a hundred. You don't have to do any of that if you don't feel like it. But if you like us, if you like what we do, we would really, really appreciate it. That's true. Because we love doing this kind of stuff. Uh, and we want to keep doing it. Yeah. We're greedy like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think that's it. Kids? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Come out. Come hang with us. Excellent. And now, back to the show. <laughs> and welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast where the WWE has come to terms on the release of us. They wish us the best in our future endeavors. <laughs> My name is Mitchell McIntyre. And I'm Vanessa Bobo. And this is Skyfall, the third out of four, technically five, but the movie hasn't come out yet, in our Daniel Craig James Bondathon. And this one, oh boy, this one, um... Is the best one ever! I, well, first of all, spoilers. Second of all, <laughs> um... No, that's the review. End the show. Yeah. <laughs> Five minute podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, so this one, it, oh, gosh, this is probably the one I was most excited to rewatch. Because I saw it first when it came out back in mm-hmm. 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I haven't seen it since. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is... Up there with Casino Royale to me as as one of my favorites, and so I, I I was excited to watch it through again to see if you know all those feelings kind of remained the same and yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this movie actually it's interesting in a couple of ways. Um, before this last little break we've had, um, Skyfall and Casino Royale actually had the longest distance between two movies mm-hmm. in four years. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're on six between Spectre and No Time to Die. Oh. Uh, this was because MGM, the owner of the IP, mm-hmm. went bankrupt. Did they really? Yeah. Uh, shit went hard for a while. And this movie actively stopped production in 2011. Oh. Like, done. Huh. Um, so there was... There's a universe out there where we didn't get this movie. I don't um, like it. Lord knows what would have happened. That's in the darkest timeline with dead Big Bird. Have you guys heard about that? <laughs> I mean, like... You think this timeline is dark. I there is say, a darker timeline out there. So, side... Like, complete side tangent. Um, there was once a time where NASA wanted to get kids interested... In space travel, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And they thought it'd be fun if they got Big Bird to go into the space sh- shuttle. 
and launch launch everybody into space. Mm-hmm. The problem is the space shuttle in which he wanted to go on was the Challenger. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and it's not just like oh we're just gonna put this a stuffed costume in the shuttle. No, we wanted to put the actor who played Big Bird. It was it was a it was a man. They were gonna put a man in there. And, like, apparently the logistics didn't work out because it turns out you can't put a spacesuit in the Big Bird costume. <laughs> and I get it. And thank God for that. Because, like, it already traumatized kids because they watched it in school. Yeah. Because there was a teacher on the, on the plane. On the plane. On the shuttle. Uh, was imagine there a teacher on that shuttle? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was a big, big thing. Oh, boy. Um, so. But, yeah. So, that's uh, not exactly the darkest timeline, but... That's the darkest time. That's that the there one is, there. You would have to kill that character. There's no way. Uh, that's a whole other thing. I'm just uh, saying. Darkest time. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, there was a long, long stretch between these two movies. Mm-hmm. There's an even longer fucking stretch now because No Time to Die was supposed to come out in 2019. Yikes. And then, you know, they, it got pushed back to 2020 and then... Something in, happened in 2020. I don't remember what. Uh, but it's, it was a whole thing. It was a blur. <laughs> but, Skyfall. 007 reporting for duty. Where the hell have you been? Enjoying death. I only have one question. Why not stay dead? There's no shame in saying you've lost a step. Twelve spy film and the 23rd in the James Bond series produced by Eon Production. The film is the third to star Daniel Craig as the fictional MI6 agent Jimmy Bond <laughs> and features uh, James Bond newcomer, not Judy Dench, Javier Bardem mm-hmm. as Raul Silva. Javier Bardem, give him whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it also stars... Judy Dench as M, and it was directed by Sam Mendez. Uh, Sam Mendez, a fantastic director, um, who you might know. Uh, he did Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the remix to Ignition. I'm watching Road to Perdition. Tom Hanks be eating a Cliff Bar because they'll be back with nutrition. Uh, he did the movie Jarhead, which I really liked. Oh, it's a, it's a war movie about how boring war is. Uh-huh. Um, Revolutionary War, which I never saw. Away We Go, which I also never saw. Skyfall, which I just saw. <laughs> Spectre, which I haven't seen. 1917, which I hear is damn fine. And American Beauty. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the movie where Kevin Spacey's a pedophile. Haha, <laughs> the magic of Hollywood. This movie is also the return of two fan favorite characters. That we're missing in the last two, we have the return of Q, played by Paddington Bear himself, Ben Wishaw. He's Paddington Bear? He's Paddington Bear. Aww. Uh, and Miss Moneypenny, played by Naomi Harris. Um, and it's the big 50th anniversary movie. Oh. Uh, which is why there's a lot of throwbacks to classic Bond in here. Oh. Um, so, you know, you see, like, the old Aston Martin. You see, um, like, a lot of, like... Um, 
lines are throwbacks to earlier films. It's good. I like it. <laughs> now, this is the second highest grossing film of 2012. Mm-hmm. What is it second to? Endgame. Okay, that came out in 2019. Try again. I don't know. You're close. The Avengers. <sighs> uh, the original Avengers was the only one to beat it, which is pretty impressive when you think about how big and widespread Marvel is. Yeah, that's true. Um, the theme song uh, is made by one Adele... I don't know her last name. <laughs> uh, fun fact about this, it doesn't really add to the song or take away from it. She was very, very pregnant. <laughs> she was like eight or nine months pregnant when she sang that song. Huh. Oscar award winner while pregnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Backwards and in heels. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's your lead up to where we're going. Uh, kids, unless you have anything else? Nope. <clears throat> Curtain... We begin, as all good movies do, in a hallway. It's literally a shot of an empty hallway, and then James walks into frame, and the music goes, Okay. <laughs> don't you disparage that. That was great. I, just, I thought it was funny, because it was just, huh? <laughs> oh, that's the kind of movie we're at. Um, so, JB enters a room, and there's just dead people fucking everywhere. Uh, he's looking for a hard drive of some sort, but it's gone. One of their agents is still alive, but bleeding heavily, and he will not survive until Evac shows up. So Bond tries to stabilize him, but M tells him to leave him to die. Mm-hmm. So he does. Uh, Bond hops into a car with his partner, some lady we don't even know her name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So they chase the bad guy. He's in like a black Audi and they slam through traffic and they do a thing where he tries like the pit maneuver and it just knocks mass over tea kettle. <laughs> uh, they slam through a public flea market and they knock, so somebody gets knocked over and then a gunfight happens. Uh, cause that's the kind of movie we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad guy has an extended mag on his gun. You never see that. Extended mag. Oh, like yeah, so yeah, like he has the regular magazine. Yeah, but this one has like two other barrels next to it. Oh, and it makes it extra long, so it's just big. It basically turns the gun into like semi-automatic. It's, oh, it's a whole thing. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Don't come after me, gun people. You're sick. Um, so he gets on a motorcycle and runs away. Mm-hmm. So Bond chases after him on a motorcycle because, of course, he does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, according to M, that we cannot afford to lose. Whatever it says. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get the data. Uh, damn Istanbul traffic keeps him from gaining on him. Uh, anyway, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Bike chase on a roof. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, we are in, we are in Insta- Istanbul, not Constantinople. And... This movie, like, we're going to talk about this later in, in more in depth, but every shot of this movie mm-hmm. is beautiful. This is true. It is a great looking movie. Like, the whole thing is just, like, you know the phrase, every frame of painting? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when we get to Shanghai and we get to China, <laughs> you guys, if you haven't seen it, 
What are you doing here? <laughs> I can't visually describe it to you, but it, just, it looks so pretty. Anyway, um, so bad guy uh, hops on a train to kind of leave Bond in the dust. So instead of Bond stopping, getting off the, the bike he's on, and jumping, yeah, he full-on jackasses himself. <laughs> he just runs into the side of the bridge, and lands on the train. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Bond, and welcome to Jackass. Jimmy, thank you. You're right, excuse me. I'm James Knoxville. Uh, the train takes them beyond the tracking range of MI6's tracking. Sure. Uh, so they're like, we're blind. And then so his partner's got to keep up with him mm-hmm. uh, to kind of find out where they are. Um, on the train, there's a gunfight, but Bond runs out of ammo. So he uses the next best thing, a giant excavator. Yeah, why not? Why is on train? Because how else are you going to move it? <laughs> you just going to drive that thing down, down the highway? No, you're going to put it on a train. That is true. How silly I've been. So he, this is kind of like the, the shot in Casino Royale mm-hmm. where he chases after him in like a bulldozer. <laughs> Remember that? Or was it a steamroller or something like that? Yeah. And the opening uh, thing there was like a bulldozer steamroller, some crazy yeah. construction thing. So bad guy uncouples the train mm-hmm. and he's like a later loser. And Bond's like, ugh. <laughs> so he slams the big ass shovel into a passenger car. Yeah. Climbs up the shovel and jumps into the uh, the passengers as the, the the other car breaks away. Yeah. And he does the thing where he lands, stands up, and then fixes the cuffs on his... <laughs> fixes the cuffs on his shirt. He's just so damn cool. He is so cool. This is true. Uh, but it's like, it's effortless. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. A lot of people who try to ape on the James Bond style or mm-hmm. just the cool... Um, main character it feels so forced and so like you know it's actively trying daniel craig just like oozes this like if if i didn't know better i would assume he's like this all the time that's true do you think he is do you think he's this cool no (laughs) i don't think anybody's this cool uh bond and bad guy fight on the train with the chain somewhere over spain it's not in the rain but they both are in pain (laughs) <laughs> um, the train travels under a giant bridge and so we're getting to the point where the partner can no longer follow them mm-hmm. so she sets up and she has you know she sets, sets, sets up the gun uh, and she has them in her sights but she doesn't have a clear shot they're you know doing fisticuffs on top of the on top of the train mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have a clear shot and M tells her to take the shot anyway she tries to argue but M tells her to take the shot no matter what. Mm-hmm. And she does. And hits James Bond in the chest. That sucks. Agent down. He falls off the train and into the water, sinking into the ocean, and the credits begin. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the credits, one of my favorite tropes in movies is whenever like the, the energy ramps up and the music gets louder and more intense, mm-hmm. the thing happens and it backfires. And everything goes silent. Mm-hmm. And then there's just somebody. Like here, they, they build up the music. And then, bang! Silence. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, agent down. And it, it's, it's, it's a gut punch. And it's really effective. 
Um, so Bond splashes through the water uh, and begins to drown, for lack of a better word. And we enter the credit scene. The credit song is Skyfall by Adele. And it is top five best songs in James Bond history. That implies there are four better ones. I no, it just it's in the top five, maybe even top three. Um <laughs> but she they were obviously going for a very classic Shirley Bassey kind of tune and she, Adele it, it, it's not fair, damn it. <laughs> like nobody no one man should have all that power. <laughs> um well, she is no man. So that's true. Um and just the song, you've heard the song, even if you haven't seen the movie, you probably heard the song because it was fucking everywhere. And it was great, yes. Um, it is the very first Bond song to win an Oscar. <laughs> Ever. 20, whatever I said, three movies <laughs> in 50 years, the only one to win an Oscar. Anywho, so the song comes out, it's great. The actual... Um, visuals of this opening credits you know we're used to the very swanky like you know like casino royale and it's you know naked women and sand sometimes i don't know uh very flashy and very like fast and slick and cool mm -hmm. and this one like it is but it's very dark darkly tinged mm, yeah um there's graves and stuff guys yeah it's very like symbolically it, it's very like death heavy and it's very um you know, the ending of one thing and, and basically it, it invokes your past coming to haunt you. Mm -hmm. Um, which is great. And it's obviously the, the, the light motif of the film. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, just everything about this is, is great. Um, I, I really like the Casino Royale theme. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, my name. But I, I think this one's better. I, I just I just do. Um, because it, it encapsulates everything a James Bond tune should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, say what you will about uh, You Know My Name. That could just be a rock song, you know? <laughs> it's got some James Bond horns in it and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and it is great. And it is very James Bond. But ah, <sighs> Skyfall is just amazing. Yeah. So. Beautiful. Not that you need to, but give Adele more money. Have her do a musical. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> as we arrive back in the real world, M is writing Bond's obituary and his, his notice of death, essentially. But she doesn't really know what to say. She's having difficulty because she feels responsible because she is. Um, <laughs> three months later, there is a public inquiry into M's handling of this whole mission. Because they lost the hard drive, mm -hmm. they lost James Bond, they lost that other guy. That other guy that Bond tried to stabilize and couldn't make it, mm -hmm. he dead. He's super dead. Um, and so this gentleman, Gareth uh, Mallory, played by Voldemort himself, Rafe Fiennes. But with a nose. But with a nose. Uh, Voldemort nose. Uh, he plays Gareth Mallory, and he kind of comes in. He's the new chairman of the board, or something like that, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he sits down, and he's like, hey, um... I think it's time for you to go riding off in the sunset. <laughs> and she's like, not a million years and also go fuck yourself. 
And he's like, look, the Prime Minister is up my ass with the way this happened. You... Basically, what that was on that hard drive was a list of every single undercover agent inside terrorist um, operations. If this gets out, these men will be killed. Yeah. Uh, why does this list even exist in the first place? So they know. <laughs> um, so it's out. Nobody knows where it is. And they basically say, hey, um, it's, it's time for you to step down. And she's like, you're firing me? She goes, no, I'm helping you retire in two months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to which Mallory says, you should leave with dignity. And M says, to hell with dignity. I'll leave when the job's done. <laughs> this is Judy Dench's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Judy Dench is always amazing. Uh, you know that. I know that. Your mom knows that. Yep. But this is her film. Like... <laughs> Um, so there's been a little bit of discussion as to who the Bond girl is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people believe it's Eve, the the lady that Bond was partners with who shot him in the chest. Mm-hmm. Some people believe it's a character we will meet later on the film who is in here for about 10 minutes before she dies. <coughs> Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's, there's one of two things. Either there is no Bond girl mm-hmm. or it's Judy Dench. Judy Dench? Yeah. Like... Doesn't he normally nail the Bond girl? Though? Yes, and that's kind of a thing, but like, I'm sorry, Judy Dench is the majority of the film. That's true. She is not just like a plot, she's the plot, basically. Yeah. And she's in the climax of the film. True. Mm hmm. Judy Dench is the Bond girl. In a platonic way. Well, yeah, and even the other girl picked up the slack, right? Yeah. Because, you know, James has to have sex with somebody. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bomb film without it. Yeah, but I believe that Judy Dench, like I, you know, I believe that Judy Dench is is the Bond girl. Um, of course, Bond girl is a bit of a reductive term, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, um, they get a a track on the hard drive. Somebody's trying to decode it, uh, decrypt it essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so they track it down, and that person is in London. And not only is that person trying to decrypt it in London, he's in MI6. And not only is he in MI6, he's on M's computer, which is just a kick in the dick. <laughs> uh, which she shuts down immediately, only to be hit with this mocking video gif. Mm-hmm. Um, Her, it's on like the Queen's flag. Yeah, and, and she's laughing. Ha 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 ha. To which the words appear, think on your sins. They try to get back to MI6, but they are stopped by the police before they can explain the situation. Mm-hmm. A bomb goes off inside MI6, blowing up M's office and killing everyone inside. Meanwhile, James Bond. He's alive! Hey, buddy. He basically used his death as a retirement, because why wouldn't you? I mean, like, if the one person you could trust was M, and she fucking shot you. I'd be angry, too. Yeah. Uh, so he's just chilling in Istanbul, not Constantinople. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, he's on the beach. He's banging hot he's, chicks. He's betting several women. Hasn't gotten shot in two months. He's getting drinks at the bar. He's having the fucking time of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doing this weird thing where he can get free drinks if he has a scorpion on his hand. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I didn't really get it. Um, if you're from Istanbul, what the fuck? I bet it's a man thing. Yeah, probably. And so he's just kind of like sitting in the bar, chilling out. 
Uh, and he looks at the mirror, which is reflecting CNN. <laughs> and it is talking about the terrorist attack that just occurred. To which um, six, uh, six are dead. More are injured. Mm -hmm. And he does the thing where he looks at it and, like, there's a little part of them that's just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> it's time to go to work. Vacation over. Um, there's this amazing shot, and it's very sad, but it's very well shot. We rise with the camera over six caskets draped in the English flag. Mm. And M is standing at the very, very end. And she's looking over this, and she basically vows to find whoever did this to get revenge for these people. Um, it's it's well, it's such a great shot. Mm -hmm. So M arrives back home. She kind of like puts all of her stuff away, and in the shadows comes James Bond, even though he explicitly or she explicitly asked him not to do that in Casino Royale. <laughs> But this time, instead of a slick, you expect it to be slick and he in a suit and whatever. No, he's in, like, sweats. He hasn't shaved in, like, three months. He, he hasn't showered. He's just like, hi. He's incredibly hungover and he's chasing it with vodka. Yeah. So there's this moment where, like, Em turns around and she's like, Ugh. where the hell have you been? And he looks and he goes, enjoying death. Agent 007. Reporting for duty. And you're just like, ha, you're cool. <laughs> um... Bond rags on M for telling Eve to take the shot. <laughs> to which he was like, hey, take the shot? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and M is like, you would have made the exact same call. Uh, I made a call. I believe it's the right one. And I still believe it's the right one. And M, er, and Bond says, I think you've lost the step. I think you've lost your nerve. You, you couldn't trust me to get it back. You know I could have. And instead you shot me. <laughs> and... Uh, Emma's like, well, I think you're losing your nerve because you probably could have gotten that before we even got to this point. So they're both essentially, t you know, saying each other's they're 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 over the hill. Um, and they they both fear that they're both played out. Um, however, Bond is like, look, let's go catch bad guys, and she's like, you're back because you know we need you. And Bond is like, hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Who the fuck else are you gonna get? Uh, you got more booze around here? And so she's like, look, you've been gone for too long. Mm -hmm. You need to basically come back to life. And you need to go through all, you need to be debriefed mm -hmm. and go through all the competency tests. Mm -hmm. Your fitness and your mental mental health. We have to make sure that you're still who you are. Uh, and he's like, alright, I'm gonna go home. Uh, get to change clothes. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. We sold your apartment. And we sent all your stuff to storage. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she goes, that's just what you do with an unmarried agent with no kids. That's cold. <laughs> I mean, she was officially dead. Yeah. Do you think M stood in her office like, that son of a bitch isn't dead? Probably. <laughs> There's, She's probably just like, I failed him. Something's gone wrong. If he's alive somewhere, I am going to kick his ass so hard. Like, she's probably just like, he's alive. He's probably on a beach. Probably drinking. <laughs> he's probably on that beach. That beach. That specific beach. <laughs> uh, Bond deduces that even though they blew up M's office, she wasn't the target. Mm -hmm. Because they knew she would be out. They wanted her to see it, not die in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a message for M. Uh, they've moved MI6 to Churchill's underground bunker. Uh, which has got kind of like a cool 
um, Men in Black thing going on. It really does, yeah. Uh, Bond goes through a series of physical and mental and psychological examination and fails every single goddamn one of them. You can f- see that he's struggling to do pull-ups and yeah. he missed his targets wide on the, what was it, the gun range test? Yeah. His shot is very shaky. <laughs> he can't hit the target unless he's far too close. And during the psi exam, they do a word association. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, okay, so if I say day, you would say wasted. Mm-hmm. If I say up, you say down. If I say M, you say bitch. <laughs> and he goes, if I say Skyfall, and he stops, and he goes, finished. Stands up and walks away. Uh, Bond reunites with Eve, the lady who shot him, who has been relocated to desk duty. What with the whole killing Agent 007 thing. Uh, she apologizes, and Bond kind of gently razzes him for it, like... He's like, he's a little bit upset, but he's also just like, it's not your fault, whatever. But just some bullshit. She was told to take that shot. Yeah. So M brings Bond in and he's like, all right, you passed. Uh, you have to go do all the stuff. Go to the place mm-hmm. and kill the bad guy. Go to, first of all, go to the quartermaster, get your stuff. Mm-hmm. And then go out and kill guys. And he's like, aces, I'm on the, I'm on the way. And Mallory is like, hey. Um, we haven't met. I'm Mallory. Um, you're bad at stuff. <laughs> Don't cock it up. <laughs> and he walks away. Some guy goes, oh, I didn't realize 007 passed all his tests. And M goes, he didn't. <laughs> Failed every single one of them, but M passed him anyway. I didn't know that there was, she had that kind of power. I well, I guess M runs the bitch, so. Mm-hmm. Um... So the bad guy we were chasing earlier, named Patrice, mm-hmm. and Bond is on a mission to take him out. So Bond kind of sits down in a museum for some reason. It's never really explained why. Well, it's a handoff, I guess. Yeah, so he kind of sits down. And some, like, 18-year-old kid sits next to him, and he's like, Hi, I like paintings. <laughs> and Bond is like, Yeah, me too. Cool, with the, all the stuff. With the boats. With the boats and shit. Anyway, I'm gonna go away. He stands up, and he goes, 007. And he looks, and he's like, hi, I'm your quartermaster. And he goes, are you the fuck kidding me? <laughs> he goes, this is, this is ridiculous. He goes, why? He goes, because you've still got, na- you still got spots. You've still got acne. <laughs> and he's like, I can do more damage in my pajamas on my laptop than you can do with a whole year of field work. And he's like, all right, whatever. So, um, Bond, or Q gives him his stuff. Which is a ticket to Shanghai, a Walther PPK 9mm with a dermal sensor in the handle mm-hmm. so that only James can fire it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a fancy little thing. And he also gets a radio. Uh, so he can talk back and forth. It's a distress signal. And that's it. Uh, to which Bond says, a gun and a radio. Mm-hmm. Not exactly Christmas. To which Q says, were you expecting an exploding pen? We don't really go for those anymore. <laughs> Goldeneye. They gave him, really gave him an exploding pen in that? I know you would give him, like, crazy wacky objects. Yeah, have you you never seen Goldeneye? No. Uh, We should, I don't know, we might go back to Pierce Brosnan. We'll just do them all in reverse order. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a scene where he's got an exploding pen. Click it once in its arm, click it twice and it disarms. Oh. Um, What if you just want ink? Get another pen. <laughs> so he hands the pen to the bad guy played by Alan Cummings. Uh-huh. And he does the thing where he like twists it in his fingers. Uh-huh. Click, click, twist, 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 click. Click, click. 
twist, 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 click, twist, twist, click, 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 click. And so he's just, and he's just nervously clicking it. And by the end of it, you're just like, I have no idea what that pen is going to do now. <laughs> Good scene. Goldeneye was um, uh, Pierce Brosnan's first James Bond movie. Yeah. Probably his best one, because the other ones aren't great. Oh. All right. Um, so, in Shanghai, which is just... This is where, like, it really comes into play how beautiful this movie is. Oh, um, yeah. It's actual we, Shanghai, not Toronto. Yeah, yeah, it's actually shot in, in Shanghai. Fun fact, the first Bond movie shot in China, but not the first Bond movie to take place in China. Um, so, he goes and follows this guy to assassinate an art collector, I guess. So we enter into this big room that's just all made of glass for some reason. It's the same room from John Wick, you know, yeah. John Wick 3, where John Wick goes and fights the Iron Chef chairman. Yep. And they repurposed it for James Bond. Uh, actually, technically, they repurposed the James Bond room for John Wick 3. No, no, everything's repurposed. No, no, I, I heard you. <laughs> uh, so this big glass room, all the lights are off, but there's this gigantic billboard. Mm-hmm. Um out the window. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's lit. And so you see all these sliding colors, uh, like big reds, deep blues and, and that kind of thing. Um, there's like scenes of like luminescent jellyfish going by. Um, and it's always kind of in the shot as James stalks this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, it takes a long time. It is glacierly slow as the guy, like you see him setting up the shot, pointing at the guy, Waiting a second. Duck, duck, goose. Uh, he shoots him. Shoots him dead. And then he sees... He must see Bond in, like, the reflection or something. Because he immediately stands up and they start fighting. Um, and you better believe somebody's going through glass. Um, and, much like Fast and Furious, they must hate glass. Yeah, right? There's a scene where, like, Bond kicks him out of the glass window. And then, like, grabs him and brings him back in. Um... And it's all shot basically in shadow because mm-hmm. it's backlit by this giant billboard. Mm-hmm. So kick punch, it's all in the mind. <laughs> um, and eventually, like, he gets kicked out of the, the window again. So Bond grabs him. And he's like, wait, tell me who you work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he slips and dies. Um, great work, asshole. Good job, Jimmy. So James Bond is like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and he looks, and there's a woman staring at him from the assassin's room. Mm-hmm. She's just standing there and staring at him. And he's just like, hey. Hey, lady, that's giving me Vesterlin vibes. <sighs> Weird. So he looks through all the assassin's equipment, and he finds a gambling chip, which leads him to a casino in Macau. Or Macau, I don't know how they pronounce it. Where he has paid four million pounds mm-hmm. for the assassin's kill. I mean, that's uh, a pretty good haul. So, as... Uh, oh, okay. So, he gets he gets his big money, and, you know, he's, he's off to go after the casino. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, he's off to his uh, apartment. Anyway. M gets sent a link to an old... To, to a YouTube video. And it is it essentially makes the five undercover uh, officers we see. Didn't, like, after he cashed in the money, isn't that the Komodo dragon and... Yes, but he hasn't done that yet. That's after this. Um, so, five undercover agents, essentially their, their identities get sent out. Mm-hmm. She tries to pull them out, but we don't know what happens. And then once again, the words, think on your sins, flash by the screen. Uh, now we cut back to the scene which caused straight razor sales to go through the roof. 
Uh, that's true. So Did it? yeah, I'll tell you. So uh, Bond is in his hotel room, uh, taking a shower and getting like, ready to go to sleep. I mean, he hasn't really done any of that back in Turkey. So yeah. So knockity knock knock. He goes. He's like, I didn't fucking order anything. What's going on? He opens the door and it's Eve. Hey Eve. Hello Eve. To which he's like, Hi. What the fuck? <laughs> Aren't you confined to a desk? And she's like, Yeah. I didn't like that though. Anyway, so here's some information you need. Uh, um, and she's like, Hey. Uh, bad news. Five agents' names were leaked. Uh, and we we don't know what happened to them. And he's like, great. This could all be done in a text, you know? <laughs> um, so he he's shaving with a cutthroat razor. That's the single razor blade, the Sweeney Todd blade. And that's how he shaves, because, I don't know, he's a pretentious asshole, I guess. <laughs> um, and so he shaves, he goes, and, and, like, he sits on the chair. And then Eve comes up, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, no, no, let me help. So she sits on his knees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shaves shaves his face for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does two things. One, it shows that Naomi Harris is hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, Bond is putting his life once again in Eve's hands. Because mm-hmm. at any point, if she fucks up, he, she could kill him. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> this scene was so... I guess it just triggered something in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Because sales of straight razors... Went up 250%. Oh my god. After this movie came out. <laughs> and it's a very good scene. Mm-hmm. <coughs> China has never been that quiet. They were quietly doing that straight razor scene. Yeah. And I'm just like, China has never been that quiet in the history of China. Yeah. Uh, and so Bon is like, hey, um, why? Like, first of all, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know. He was afraid of flying. <laughs> and he goes, of course he is. <laughs> Um, so he gets all the information and the next scene, he is going to this casino on a boat Mm -hmm. and the boat goes through what is essentially a lantern festival. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's fireworks in the back and these giant Chinese wish dragons uh, are essentially like guiding him towards the thing. Like they're, they're all kind of like Mm -hmm. checkpoints essentially. And as he's traveling, like, he's getting washed in these, like, reds and oranges. And then you see, like, the lanterns out on the on the lake, on the water. It's the only light in the shot. I, I... It's really pretty, guys. I, I, I don't know why, but I have written here, the scene during the lantern festival as Bond rides through the lit up Chinese dragons. Hoff! <laughs> H-A-F. I don't know what I was... Maybe Dipper bit you when that was happening. Maybe. It's just like, ah! <laughs> like, this is this is one of the big scenes where I'm just like, I want that on my wall. <laughs> like, that whole scene where he's, ugh. It's just, this whole movie's just beautiful. If you just got a 4K TV mm-hmm. and you want to show it off, grab the 4K Blu-ray of Skyfall, put it on the biggest TV you got, and just, like, point it at your friends and go, look! <laughs> um... So, they, or Bond enters the casino. Eve is already there. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of acting as her, uh, a handler. And so they, as they talk, uh, she does the thing where she like touches her ear to 
the communicator. Mm-hmm. And Bond goes, don't touch your ear. And she listens. <laughs> uh, which is a big change from the last guy who died. Yeah, he fell into the tiger pit or whatever. So they walk around the casino floor, mm-hmm. just scoping the place out. And it's all done in one shot. And they do the thing where they like they cross a couple of times. Oh, yeah, it's true. And uh, every time they cross, you can hear... The, the sound goes from the, the earpiece to the actual, like, words. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really neat little thing. It's all done in one shot. Uh, give Sam Mendes more work. Something he would actually replicate in the movie 1917. But only this time it was for a whole movie. <laughs> True. Really? Yeah, 1917 is one long shot. What? Staged to look like one long shot. Like, oh, like Birdman. Like Birdman. Um, so as Bond is kind of looking around, he sees the lady from the assassin room, uh, up the stairs. So he goes and he cashes in the chip that he stole. (laughs) Uh, and some guys just show up with a big ass briefcase full of four million pounds. Yay! Alrighty. Um. And a handful of chips to play on the house. Yeah. And so he takes his big briefcase and he kind of walks by. Uh, and the lady comes up to him. Uh, her name, Severine. Mm Mm-hmm. And Severine uh, is like, oh, I was waiting to see who would cash that chip in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, yes. That thing from Shanghai. The time I murdered a man. And you watched. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, like, she's trying to play it coy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, ah, yes. From our friend in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. I was the killer. Me. <laughs> Jimmy. James. Bond! <laughs> um, so, as she's like, hey, this is great. You're going to be killed. Um, I have three bodyguards on me at all time. Um, going to be a whole thing. So, careful. So, they, they kind of sit down and they talk for a little bit. And Bond notices that they keep lo- she keeps looking at the three guards. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, first of all, three guards is way too many for you. No offense. Um... But also, like, you keep glancing up at them. They're not here to protect you, are they? They're here to keep you here. Uh, And it's revealed that Severine is a victim of the Macau sex trade. Uh, She was essentially bought by somebody. And, yeah. So they kind of try to outsmart one another. They're both very smart. They both try to get the the information. Uh, but Bond is the first person to reveal his true motives. He's like, hey, I want to know the guy who bought you. Uh, and she's like, okay. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> um, and so, like, he sees the, the tattoo of the Macau sex trade. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look. I, I know what this is. I can get you out of here. And she's like, excellent. I will only come with you if you kill my boss. <laughs> To which Bond is like, Aces, <laughs> let's go. I will uh, I will kill your boss, and I'll help you escape. Um, the bodyguards do eventually come for Bond, and he takes them out in a Komodo dragon pit, because of course he did. So in the center of this big casino, mm-hmm. there is just a pit of Komodo dragons. For reasons. Aesthetic. Um... So, because of course they did, the bad guys kind of get knocked in, and James kind of gets knocked in, mm-hmm. and there, there's a fight in the in, in, in the dragon pit. Yeah. Um, at one point, James gets his gun knocked out of his hand, and the bad guy picks it up, 
and he points it at him. And James goes, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, all the while, a Komodo dragon is, like, sneaking up on the bad guy. Bad guy goes to shoot. Obviously, it doesn't work because of the subdermal chip. And Bond is like, aces, goodbye. And he gets bit in the leg and, like, dragged away. Um, you missed my favorite part. Go ahead. Which is Bond and the big bald guy are fighting, right? And it's just your standard fight scene. And, like, halfway through it, Bond stops fighting and points at the Komodo dragon like, holy shit! <laughs> I was going to say, to Bond's credit, he does try to warn him it's there. Because, <laughs> like, Bond, he breaks for, like, a second from his cool demeanor. It's like, kick, punch, kick, punch. Gah! Yeah, he points, looks at it, shocked, fo- takes, like, five steps backwards, and the guy, like, tackles him. Like, he didn't just see a man fear for his life yeah. right then. Uh, so he can't get Bond's gun to work, but he can get eaten by a Komodo dragon. Which sucks. Uh, what a way to die. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, Komodo dragons eat, could eat people. Yeah, absolutely can. Um, so Bond, he like jumps up to try to get himself out. And as he pulls himself up, there's a bad guy with a gun just kind of pointing it at him. And he's immediately shot by Eve. And he's just like, bang! Sup, bitches? <laughs> Bet you forgot I was here. Um, so they are just, just James. Goes to Severine's boat. Uh, and the crew... Tell like or, uh, I'm sorry, Severine. We're in her boat, and the crew was like, "Oh, it's time for us to leave." And she's like, "Oh, I guess James is dead." <laughs> <laughs> and so she she looks bom- she looks bummed out. Um, and so she she gets up, and the boat takes off, and she goes in the shower, <laughs> and Bond meets her there. <laughs> she takes this well for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean. She's just like, well, he's naked, I'm naked, we're in the shower. <laughs> but there's a scene, like, she's in the shower, and Bond, like, sneaks up, basically, mm-hmm. on her. She doesn't know he's there, and, like, she he sensually touches her shoulder, mm-hmm. and her first instinct is, ah! <laughs> it's, ooh, sex. Uh, all right. <laughs> <sighs> so, the news reveals that the agents who were made earlier mm-hmm. have, in fact, been killed. Publicly. And that while the Prime Minister is all for them, the British people, they're not so cool with MI6 anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mallory says, our problem is that we work in the shadows. Mm -hmm. All the good stuff we do is silent and all the bad stuff we do gets reported like this. We cannot keep working in the shadows. Uh, In the morning, Severine watches in fear as they approach an island. Yeah. Um... Which is called Dead Island, which, boy. Uh, Bond comes up and joins her on deck, and she's like, hey, um, we're gonna get kidnapped, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get taken to my boss, and it's whether we like it or not, so, like, we're basically screwed here. There's still time to turn back. Mm-hmm. And Bond is like, no, uh, this is gonna be a thing. And also, the, there's, like, five guys with guns right behind them, mm-hmm. and they're all chill with the fact that a white guy snuck onto the boat. Why hell not? Um, that's true, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> I never really thought of that. <laughs> They're all just chill with one that Severine is like, oh no, alright, you guys are bad guys, whatever. Huh. But you're also chill with the fact that, like, her boyfriend's here too? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did we let him on the boat? Was he supposed to be here? Like, what's the plan here, guys? Um, so they get off the boat and they're immediately kidnapped, obviously. <laughs> um, they kind of just, like, walk around for a little bit to whoever the bad guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so she they kind of talk and they're like the, her boss is so powerful mm-hmm. that this island they are they're on this deserted island it's it's a big city like it, it's like a seaside town and it's a ghost nobody's here mm-hmm. and she was like yeah um he wanted it they wouldn't give it to him so he made them all think that there was a gas leak and had them all leave and now it's his and now it's a ghost town and that's the power he has um, and so as they walk, she is, she keeps going forward and James is taken into another room, like very swiftly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she apologizes, not like she kind of knew it was coming, but like, it sucks. So we are a buck 10 into this movie. Uh, and we finally see the villain, mm-hmm. Raul Silva, played by Javier Bardem, who does an amazing job. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the quotes he says mm-hmm. or the way he delivers them because they're all cool yeah. and they're all sinister because I will only make it worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen this scene, look it up on YouTube. James is sitting in a chair. Silva comes down an elevator and he begins telling a story about... That his grandma used to tell him about an island infested with rats, and rats would eat the coconuts. No, we didn't like that. Um, so what they did was they would build a deep hole, and eventually all the rats would fall in. So what do you do when all the rats are in? Uh, you don't like pick them up and you just leave them there, because eventually the rats will turn on each other. And when there's only two down to two rats, what do you do? You let them go free. Because right now, they don't want coconut. They want rat. To Silva, he is a former MI6 agent. Um, He was essentially M's favorite, the way that James is now. (laughs) And he was left behind in a situation very similar to James, where M made a call, and it ended up with him being kidnapped, imprisoned, and tortured. Which really sucks, bud. Uh, and he is upset. To him, they are the last two rats. <laughs> and now he says that, you know, we, we've been taken in and we were poisoned by M. Uh, and we can either turn against each other or we can turn against her. Because, you know, he, and he sits down and he goes, you went through all this. You know, you died, you came back. And you took all those tests that M sent you through. He goes, you know, you failed all of them. And he's like, no, no, I, I'm, I'm here, right? I'm, I'm in the thing. He goes, no, you failed every single one of them. M passed you anyway. And she sent you out here with full knowledge that you're probably going to die. Mm. M left you for dead. Uh, and it's like, he's one of those guys that like, you let him talk long enough and you'll believe him. It was just like, what was it? Gun test failed, missed his targets. Uh, psych, physical test failed. Psych test failed. He's, unresolved childhood yeah, trauma. Uh, alcohol dependency, pill dependency. And he's like, yikes. <laughs> they say all that? Um, so, yeah, there's the scene where he's like, everyone needs a hobby, Mr. Bond. What's yours? And Bond goes quiet and goes, Resurrection. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, kind of stupid, but... 
uh, this guy is like a quintessential Bond villain. Mm. Like, every second he's on screen, you're just like, you're transfixed. And also, he's just campy enough for you to be like, this guy. Just a little bit (laughs) campy. You're absolutely right. I mean, let's think about all the other Bond villains, shall we? Yeah, he's not overly serious. He's not like... But it's the way he... he, He's kind of like a toned-down Moriarty from BBC Sherlock. Mm -hmm. Significantly toned down, but that same sort of flourish. Oh, gosh. Um, He is gay for Jesus. he, (laughs) he He is gay for Jesus. Uh, Silva takes Bond outside where he sees Severine tied up about 50 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silva and Bond share a 50-year-old whiskey toast, quote, to the women we love. And he tells Severine to stand up straight. He, like, kisses her really, like, creepily. Yeah, she's been beat to shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, she has been beaten. And remember, this, um, Silva bought her. Mm-hmm. She's a sex slave to him. So, he, like, he kisses her really, like, roughly and then forces her upwards to stand up and places a shot glass on her head. She's, by the way, tied to this statue, so, you know, it's not like she can just leave. Yeah. Um, and Silva wants Bond to take the shot. It's a game of William Tell. If Bond believes M that he is fit to be here, then that shot shouldn't be a problem. But it is! <laughs> Silva asks him to go first, and he's forced to do it at gunpoint. Bond doesn't just do it for fun. Uh, <laughs> somebody, like, he holds a gun to his head. And so he waits, and he waits, and Silva taunts him and goads him into it. And he shoots and misses wide right. Uh, however, Silva doesn't, shooting her right in the head. Oh, poor Severine. Uh, killing her instantly. I hated that scene. Yeah, it sucks. To which Silva looks at Bond and goes, Ah, what do you think about that? And Bond goes, ah, damn it. That's a waste of good scotch. And kills every motherfucker in one fluid motion. <laughs> like, you know the game, um, uh, Splinter Cell, like, Blacklist? Mm-hmm. Where you do that thing where you, like, peg three people, <laughs> hit a button, and they all die immediately? That's what Bond just did. <laughs> bang, bang, drops to the ground, overhead, bang, bang, bang. Could he not do this while Severine was still alive? Good question. Could he not save Severine? What the fuck, Bond? Yeah. Uh, so, Silva's the only one left alive, and Bond's like, hi! And he's like, what are you gonna do? Take me back alone? And Bond goes, who says I'm alone? Helicopters! <laughs> and he's like, hi! Radio! <laughs> they can hear me! <laughs> um, Q's radio listening the entire time. So, Silva is captured and placed in a prison that you would imagine the Hulk or, like, Hannibal Lecter in. Or Loki. Like, or Loki. I, I'm pretty sure we put Loki in that box. It, it is... It's a glass cylinder. Yeah, it's it's a, a glass cage, essentially, mm-hmm. inside another glass cage, inside a big concrete room. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Can't imagine it's very practical. It's on an elevated platform, and there's only a bench in there. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine it's a cell. I imagine it's, like, a holding cell. Or an interrogation cell. That's probably it, too. But also, it's deeply impractical. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, it sucks butt. Um, you do science experiments in that room. You don't, like... Talk fuck. to people? Yeah. yeah. So, M realizes that Silva, for some reason, uh, wants her. So she comes down 
and sees him for the first time in a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. To which Silva says, ha, you're shorter than I remember. And M says, and here I barely remember you at all. Oof. Sheesh. (laughs) Ice in her veins. Silva talks about how for five months he was tortured and he still kept the secrets. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he believed that his people were coming for him. Uh, only to be left to die by M. So Silva went to take the cyanide capsule in the back molar. Every agent has one. For just this scenario. When he realized he was truly alone, he took the cyanide capsule and it didn't kill him. It burned his entire inside, but he stayed alive. He said, life clung to me like a disease. Uh, and he says, I believe I survived. Just so I can look you in the eye one last time. And M says, well, I hope it was worth it. And he says, say my name. Say my real name. To which M says, your real name is on a memorial wall in the building you just destroyed. And I will have it struck off and your past will be just as empty as your future. I will never see you again. Judy fucking Dench. So Silva shows what Sinai does to somebody when they survive. And pulls out his teeth. His teeth are completely false. Mm-hmm. And you see this burnt, decayed, like, mouth. He's a Batman villain now. Basically, yeah. Um, his real name is Tiago Rodriguez. Um, and during his mission, he hacked the Chinese without permission. And essentially, he got himself taken in. And so, M traded his life for six others. Cold, yes, but effective. Sometimes you have to make these choices. So, back at MI6 headquarters, Q attempts to decrypt Silva's laptop, but instead of accessing the computer successfully, the computer has been programmed to access the MI6 computer system and release Silva, enabling him to escape into the London underground tunnel system. Just the doors open up, there's a scene where he's like limbering up. It's like, ah, alright. Ah. <laughs> All the cages open up and away he goes. Uh, this, this is part of the plan. Silva wanted to be caught so we could taunt M and do this whole thing. Uh, he also wants to try to sway Bond. Um, just like, hey, come to my side, huh? We've got cookies. We've got cookies. So he runs away and Bond is like, like, he kind of looks, look, looks around as this happens. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all the alarms are off. All the doors are opening. skiddle Ah, fuck. <laughs> and he, he starts running. Uh, and so, Silva escapes down in the train tunnels. So, Bond follows him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs up. Silva escapes through a door. Bond hits the door. And he can't open it. Uh, to which Bond, Bond is talking to Q this whole time. And he says, the door won't open. Yes, it will. Put your back into it. How about you come back down here and put your back in <laughs> I always wondered if that was ever an issue. Like, logistical problems aside. Like, you know, like, they never do, like, the little things that I would think would trip them up. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a fucking Apple computer and they all went on fucking Windows. Yeah, right? You know? Like, the fucking mm-hmm. Windows, like, hard drives overheated and they have to do whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. You know, basic bullshit stuff. It's always like, oh, facts and stuff. Like, oh, there should be a door on your left. It doesn't open. What do you mean it doesn't open? Why not? Um, so as Bond is, like, dealing with the door, you hear the train whistles going. And he goes, oh, good. There's a train coming. And Q goes, huh. 
Well, that's vexing. <laughs> he just shoots the lock and escapes. Uh, pursued by Bond, Silva adopts the disguise of a policeman. And while all this is happening, um, M is in a public inquiry mm-hmm. about her handling of this whole mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is trying to remain professional and steadfast while she's just getting reamed by some lady. <laughs> like that some lady is the prime minister. Was that the prime minister? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Okay. So M's at a public hearing, which I thought was fucking weird considering MI6 supposed to be a uh, secret, right guys? Uh, Basically. But there's fucking cameras everywhere. It's very confusing. Well, we know that MI6 exists. Yeah. But we're talking about the double O program here, people. Yeah. Uh, so they just know that their agents are called double O blank. Yeah. What? Okay. Anyway, legit, uh, universe knowing stuff aside, the prime minister is this lady in the middle and we have what Mallory on one side and a bunch of other randos there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're being like, M, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, they're just going into her just like you're old and you suck and you let people die and you're mean. And your breath smells funny, and your I, stupid clown feet, and your pig-like your, body, your <laughs> ugly tusks, and your pig-like body, and you're okay. Side note: We saw this animal documentary that hated this one dinosaur, and what? <laughs> go go to Omzi. It's uh, what was it called? Dinosaurs of the Antarctic. Yeah. Okay. Good. If you live in the Portland, Oregon area, go to Omzi. Watch Dinosaurs in the Antarctic while it's still there. It's great because you see our Lord and Savior, the clown-footed pig dinosaur. He has no bearing, but the narrator hates him. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, anyway, so this whole thing is, is going on. M is basically fighting for her career. Mm-hmm. Um, so while this is happening, M gets word that Silva has escaped and is coming for her. Mm-hmm. It's like, we have to get you out into a safe place right now. And she goes, absolutely not. We're going to see this through. And they're just like, damn it. <laughs> so Bond eventually catches up to Silva. And he's like, hi, shoots, bang. And he goes, oh, you made it. Not bad for a physical wreck. To which Bond goes, oi, thank you. <laughs> uh, Silva hits a button, blowing up a chunk of the ceiling. Uh, but it misses Bond wide. And Bond is like, that wasn't supposed to be for me, was it? He goes, no, but this is. And you wait, and here comes the giant fucking train! Previously on Batman. <laughs> so needless to say, Silva escapes. Um, as M- uh, Bond survives, I don't know if you need me to tell you that. <laughs> um, but he gets out of the way. Somehow? Yeah. Uh, M gives her testimony, and she reads a poem uh, loved by her late husband mm-hmm. uh, from Tennyson. You know, the man that was asleep while she was making a phone call from the world's fanciest dresser? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, unfortunately no longer with us. Um, and she she reads a poem, uh, which I could listen to Judy Dench read poetry all day. Mm-hmm. Though much is taken, much abides. And though we are not now, the strength which is old days moved earth and heaven, that which we are, we are. One equal temper of heroic hearts, made weak by time and fate but strong in will to strive, to seek, to find, and not to yield. The second she finishes, in comes Silva, just a-blasting. And everybody hits the floor. 
Bond is quickly behind him and a gunfight ensues, but many people are shot. Mm-hmm. Up to and including Mallory. He's not dead, but he gets Wong in the arm. You never could kill Voldemort, could you? Uh, yeah, right? And that's why you don't shoot Voldemort. <laughs> Bond hurriedly rushes M into just some car and drives her to safety. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically kidnaps him. Yeah, essentially. To which I believe that's what she says. Are you kidnapping me? <laughs> Uh, and they drive, and Emma's like, where are we going? What could we possibly have to do right now? And he goes, we have been been behind Silva since he started. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to go on the attack. Okay, before we move on to my favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. or my second favorite part of the movie after James Bond has a freak out about a kimono dragon. Sure. Uh, do you want to explain the uneducated monks of others? Me. What that p- poem is about, or that... Oh, it, um, the Tennyson poem? Yeah. Um, it's basically meaning that though we are aging, mm-hmm. and with age comes loss of ability and loss of strength, we still have the will to continue on. Um, made weak by time and fate, but strong in will, to strive to seek, to find, and not to yield. Mm-hmm. Um, as humans, our will is strong to survive. And though we know, we know we're the only creatures on Earth cursed with the knowledge of our mortality. And we don't let that hinder us. Um, so she's basically saying, even though she she's old and she's probably aged past it, she does not, her tenacity and will to succeed is still as strong as it ever was. My husband was a great lover of poetry and against my better judgment. <laughs> um, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So basically she was looking at the prime minister and said i may be old bitch but i'm still kicking yeah um so bond says it's time for us to go on the offensive Mm -hmm. and m says that's fine but it's only us you and me too many people have died because of me factually correct which is true um so bond calls q and says i want you to cover our trail so well that only silva can follow us Mm -hmm. um they stop at some rinky dink garage and, like, M gets out and goes, Bond, if your goal is to keep me here, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and he goes, don't be stupid. He opens up the gate and takes off the big cover on the car. And what do we see but the old school classic Aston Martin. Yeah! He gets in the car. They get in the car. And it begins to play the Dr. No theme. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
That's that, true. That better damn well have survived this clusterfuck. I actually don't know if they did or not. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the, King Cade has been with his place since <laughs> the Bonds owned it. Uh, and James is like, why is all our stuff gone? <laughs> like, this is st- this is technically my house. <laughs> and then they sold it immediately when they thought you were dead. <laughs> Great. Um, he really didn't think this whole death thing through. Yeah. Well, he didn't expect to come back. <laughs> um, and so they, as, uh, Kincaid says, what are you doing here? And James says, some men are coming to kill us. We're going to kill them first. <laughs> well, then we should get started. <laughs> uh, and so James is like, show me to the gun room. And Kincaid's like, yeah, about that. We see the gun room and it is empty. I guess the old Bond parents had a hell of an armory yeah. because, Damn. So it was all sold off. Um, because the bonds existed no more. Yeah. So all they have is Kincaid's shotgun, Bond's father's old hunting rifle, mm-hmm. and a couple of knives. And I, th- I think there's like a pistol or two. Mm-hmm. It's not much. Um, we also get some dynamite. This this begins the Home Alone portion of the film. The best part. Because we rig this son of a bitch to blow. Yeah, boy. There is like traps, like broken glass, dynamite. Like it's. They rigged the light bulbs in the house that if M hits the on switch, they will turn into dirty it bombs. It all goes to hell. Um, so Kincaid takes uh, Bond out to shoot his father's old rifle. Mm-hmm. And he goes, careful, that thing, it aims to the left a little bit. You have to be careful with it. And Bond goes, I think I can manage. Pop, 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 all in a row. Kincaid goes, wow. What did you say you did for work again? <laughs> uh, cut to M and Bond kind of looking out the window. And M says, I fucked this all up, didn't I? This is the first time the F word has been used in a James Bond film. Well, she did get a bunch of people killed. I was going to say, and it belongs to Judy. Motherfucking. <laughs> Dench. Uh, Bond and M talk things over and they kind of have like a, a smoothing out mm-hmm. kind of portion. There's always a lot of tension between M and Bond, but this is how they do. Uh, then the dogs bark, uh, alerting them of incoming outsiders. Lock and load, baby. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The bad guys just blow the door open, but Bond is behind them in the Aston Martin, which is outfitted with machine guns. Because it's the Aston Martin, guys. Hell yeah. Um, so, so we weren't... As deprived as guns as we thought. Yeah. Uh, so they burst through the door because they're getting shot at by Bond. Yeah. And they see um, Kincaid. And so like, fire! And they shoot at him. But it was just a mirror. Mm-hmm. And so Kincaid is like, hi. And he shoots them all with the shotgun. <laughs> he shoots them all dead. And he stands over them and goes, welcome to Scotland. <laughs> Love him. Can't kill the Scottish. Uh, bad guys walk through the living room as M hits a button, blowing them all to hell. This thing is rigged to blow, like I said. Like I said, she turned all the light bulbs to dirty bombs. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And she hit the on switch and they died. Uh, Kincaid bunkers in the kitchen as bad guys kick the door in. He fires at them but misses. Uh, and he flubs a reload. He can't get it reloaded in time. Mm-hmm. And just before he's shot and killed, James saves him by shooting them first. Yeah, boy. Uh, M blind fires from behind cover. But, uh, misses every single time. Uh, but the bullets alert James, who takes out the bad guys. James, you hurt? Only my pride. I was never a very good shot. 
Everyone seems to be dead, but Silva isn't among the corpses. He is, however, in the incoming helicopter bellowing out rock music. <laughs> to which Bond just kind of... Bond kind of looks and goes, he's always got to make an entrance. <laughs> Uh, the helicopter opens fire on the house, and James shoots back like, that'll fucking help. <laughs> he tells Kincaid and M to go to the tunnel in the chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just so many bad guys right now. Silva is amongst them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go out to the chapel, and in the chapel, there's an underground tunnel that they go through and then can escape out the way. Yeah, there's something called a priest hole or something like that. Yeah, a I don't... priest tunnel. I guess it's something in really old Renaissance Scotland where the priest can just walk into your house from a tunnel underneath your house. What the hell, Scotland? No, thank you. Um, so, Sylvan knows James is in there. And so he's decided to smoke him out. Uh, so as he walks, he's just throwing in uh, grenades and, like, flame grenades. Uh, Molotov cocktails just in through the windows just casually just like fire and James Bond is no selling these motherfuckers yeah well James is out of ammo at this <laughs> point right so like he sees the fire coming and he's just like Jesus my day <laughs> and I'm pissed because it was a beautiful house it's, guys. yeah it's really pretty but it, it's gonna take a little bit more of a beating uh, Silva says that no matter what leave M to him mm-hmm. as M and Kincaid walk through the tunnel M slows down Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long walk. She kind of takes a second and she looks down and she's bleeding. <laughs> M has been shot. Uh, Silva at this point is just heaving explosives at the building. Uh, they even send the helicopter in after the Aston Martin, thinking that he's in there because he keeps getting shot. Mm-hmm. And they blow up the uh, Aston Martin. They yeah. blow it up all to hell. Yeah, they just keep firing at it until it explodes. <laughs> now he's pissed as the Bond theme kisses it again. <laughs> What happens is James takes two propane tanks, links them together with a fuse, lights it. Uh, to which he goes um, in, into the tunnel. He flees out the tunnel. And before he closes the door, he goes, I always hated this place. <laughs> Close. The blast knocks, like, a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. Boom. And it actually knocks out the, the helicopter pilot. Who careens into the building. Ka-fucking-boom. One of the biggest explosions I've seen in a film. Love it. Uh, The whole house just goes to shit. It is gone, baby, gone. But that Scottish stone is just still hanging on. (laughs) Because you can see any place that was stone, it's just like, I ain't afraid of no fire. Exactly. Uh, Silva is still alive somehow, God bless him. (laughs) Uh, he believes that he he sees M and Kincaid because he can see a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes after them, sending his goons after Bond. Uh, Silva is hurting, however, because you know he just survived a big-ass explosion. He wasn't in it, but he got flung backwards. Um, so as he's walking, he kind of slips and stumbles. Um, and, but he just keeps walking like the Terminator. Uh, Bond gets out of the tunnel mm-hmm. and trips over the exact same way Silva did. <laughs> Synchronicity. Um, a guard is holding out, waiting for Bond. He's just, like, standing out there and waiting. Mm-hmm. Bond hits him with a flying v trigger. <laughs> That's true. Which is just a knee to the back of the head. Ha! Like, he got some lift on that one, and I don't know entirely how he did it. What a shot. <laughs> um, That's a go-fuck-yourself if I ever saw one. Just like, do-do-do-do-do, nah! Yeah. Silva has escaped out on the thin ice. 
Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, as James follows him out, Silva's already on the other side. And as James steps out, there's, you know, you see cracking and stuff. Um, and there are just guns everywhere. Silva, uh, Silva has him surrounded. And he goes, Bond, you gotta relax. All this running and fighting, it's tiring. <laughs> <laughs> Silva sees the whole old cabin. Uh, and he, he sees the flashlight. And he goes, ah, I gotta go. Mother's calling. Uh, he goes, ah, shoot him. But before Silva can shoot him, mm-hmm. Bond takes the gun from the guy beside him, shoots in a circle around them, and they fall through the ice. He too saw Underworld. Yeah. <laughs> to which, <laughs> one of my favorite reactions, Silva watches them fall and he just goes, uh, <laughs> Just throws his hands in there, like, <laughs> I gotta go kill my mother figure in a church, like. Excuse, excuse me. <laughs> Bond kills the guy underwater by choking him underwater, but he can't find the hole in the in the ice, mm-hmm. the top of the ice. So he fires a flare like Harry Potter upwards. <laughs> it's a cool shot. Um, Silva approaches the shack. It's, it's, it's a grave house. We're in a graveyard, and that's... Is that not a church? Well, it's where, it's where the gravekeeper would live. And it's, oh. Um, and we also see Mr. and Mrs. Bond's final resting place. And their name, last name really was Bond. So yes, James Bond is his real name. And what? Yep. Silva walks in and finally sees M face to face. Of course, he says. It had to be here. It had to be this way. Kincaid comes back in, but Silva shoots at him, telling him to stay still. Silva notices that M has already been shot, and he's, like, appalled. It's like, oh my god, what did they do to you? Uh, and he looks genuinely concerned. And he raises a gun to her head, mm-hmm. but he's, like, he's pained, like, he can't do it. And he goes, you know what? You're gonna do it. And he hands her the gun. And he puts the gun next to her head, and his head next to her head. He goes, take us both out. Right now, take us both out together. Um... But before she can pull the trigger, it's this really intense scene. Before she can pull the trigger, Kufud! Bond throws a knife straight into Silva's back. And he drops to his knees. He kind of like walks towards Bond. Mm-hmm. And he drops to his knees. And Bond says, last rat standing. <laughs> Flop. Raul Silva is dead. Uh, Bond looks, he's like, haha, we did it. But he sees how M is in rough shape. Mm-hmm. Um, because she she goes to stand up, but M she finally collapses. Just the intensity of everything going on, she can't take it anymore. Blood loss. Um, so M or Bond runs over to M to make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. To which she says, "I suppose it's too late to make a run for it." <laughs> and Bond says, "I'm game if you are." Uh, as she lays in Bond's arms, she says one final thing. At least I did one thing right. Olivia Mansfield, the agent known as M, has died at the age of 77, finally succumbing to her wounds. Mm-mm. You can find out her name. It's on the bottom of the uh, gross china dog that Bond hates. Is it? Yep. <sighs> uh, back at MI6, Eve approaches Bond on the roof of the building. Uh, and Bond asks if she's going back on active duty, active service, but she declines. Because, uh, as Bond said earlier, active duty isn't for everybody. 
So M's last will and testament was read, and she left Bond something. And it's that stupid bulldog he always hated. <laughs> it's a ceramic bulldog with, with the, the British... With the Union Jack on it. Yeah. yeah. And when her office went up in smoke, it survived. And he's like, of all the things to survive that explosion. <laughs> Why did I have to do that? <laughs> uh, Eve says, maybe it's her way of telling you to take a desk job. And Bond says, actually, it's just the opposite. Uh, Bond realizes that he's never actually been formally introduced to her. So he says he's Bond. James Bond. To which she says, she's Eve. Eve Moneypenny. Ah. Uh, hey, girl. Bond walks into M's old office, and sitting behind the desk is Gregory Mallory. He asks Bond if he's ready to get back to work. And Bond says, with pleasure, M. With pleasure. Curtain down. Um, so, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javier Bardem is the first Spanish actor to play a James Bond villain. Okay. And the second Oscar winner to appear in a Bond film after Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Benicio Del Toro also won an Oscar, but it was after his appearance in License to Kill. Oh. Um, Good for him, though. He is also the first in a string of would-be um, villains who are, are Oscar winners. Oh. It's Javier Bardem, followed by Christoph Waltz, Inspector, and Rami Malek in No Time to Die. Oh. Um, so, that is Skyfall. And... It's wonderful. I... I thought long and hard about this movie. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I do, I really like it. And it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I want to know if it was just, you know, looking back at it with rose color and, you know, nostalgia for it. And, you know, because mm-hmm. of how cool it was when I first saw it. Wondering if it still held up. And, brother... when i tell you this is one of the best Mm -hmm. if not straight up the best james bond movie ever yeah um it's it's a 10 out of 10 yes it is Mm -hmm. uh it is and you guys know i i I don't give those out very often we don't I, i think i've done it three times i don't think i have have i yes i have yeah you've done it a couple more uh, but no, it's perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect that when I inevitably become as rich as Jeff Bezos, <laughs> I am going to own a ranch called Skyfall. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a long movie at two two twenty two two hours, 22 minutes, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like it. Every scene is necessary. Mm. There's no fad on this movie. Nobody gives in a half-assed performance. It's riveting from beginning to end. Like I said, we don't see the bad guy. Until an hour and 20 into the movie. Dang. Like, wow. And, like, the time we do see him, which is honestly not that much, he's just, like, your eyes are glued to him. Um, Silva is, is, is an amazing villain. And Javier Bardem just, just killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of movie James Bond should be in, in 2020. You know, in, in, in the 2010s. Um, slick, uh, handsome, incredibly cool as fuck. Right. But like the, the other movies kind of get bogged down in cool gadgets and, you know, Deus Ex Machina is to get them out. I mean, we love our exploding uh, tents. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, obviously we do, but like, and then it's all like, 
women whose names are are double entendres and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, and you know that's that's kind of the class, which is great. Like don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in, in two thousand six, we did the, the the super gritty punch man uh-huh. fight movie, and it's dope. Like it's <laughs> Casino Royale is a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is. Um, but I this this is the movie that finally like. It brought the suave sort of James Bond from from the earlier aspect to this new kind of grittier, uh, violent kind of existence, um, and and honestly, it's just it's just done so so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a ten. It is. What do you yes. think? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, can we watch it again? Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely for it. So. <laughs> You know, it's been what a month or two since our last something like that. Uh, there's been there's been a lot of stuff. Shit's gotten busy. Um, so it's it's been a while since we watched this. Uh, since the since the last one, mm-hmm. and and I kind of kept putting it off, putting it off for one reason or another, and then to finally watch it again, it was just like, man, I'm sorry it took me so long to rewatch this movie. <laughs> it's so good. Um. But yeah, so it's good to be back. It's good to be good to be back on the train. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to start with or start again with Skyfall, which is just oh, yay amazing. Skyfall. Uh, and next next week mm-hmm. we go to a movie the the only one I haven't seen so far, mm-hmm. and that's Spectre. Is this really what you want? Living in the shadows, hunting, being hunted, always alone. I don't stop to think about it. It was me, James. The author of all your pain. Okay, so here's the issue I have with Spectre. Sure. Whenever I see... Rami Malek. No, God, no. no sorry. It's Christoph Waltz, actually. Uh, whenever I see an ad for James Bond, mm-hmm. it's either Casino Royale or Skyfall. Yeah. And Spectre's the one that just came out. Yeah, you very, so... very rarely see Quantum of Solace, and you very rarely see Spectre. I think it's because, and, and this is, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I can't say. I'm only going by what I've heard. This movie's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because it was directed by the same guy, Sam Mendes. Did we sacrifice Spectre so we could have Skyfall? I mean, I, I hope get it. I hope we sacrifice Spectre so we could have a damn good uh, No Time to Die. Uh, which I should already know, but I don't. Um, so we're, we're about to find out. Mm-hmm. So pray for us. And then after Spectre, we're, that's that's it. We're, then we're what done. you want to do? What's that? Then what you want to do? Well, we're going to have to figure that out next time on Pinching with Badness. Use take two. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to see us anywhere else on the internet, you can find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash empty square, E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Kilts. Yeah, come hang out with me at, at Aquadia underscore so that we can talk about like uh the greatness that is james bond and how handsome daniel craig is absolutely and puppies and puppies 
and if you have uh, money just burning away a hole in your pocket, and you're like, I just want to give it to somebody. <laughs> why not us? Patreon.com slash Empty Square, E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Uh, and you get stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Every level gives you stuff. Some Patreons don't do that. Their lowest thing is like five. And it's just like, every bit helps. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> $1 gets you stuff. You get to see all our fun outtakes and our hilarious tangents. Which there are many. Yep. Uh, there's also a whole ass new show mm-hmm. uh, from Under the Rock, which you saw a preview episode earlier this month. Earlier last month. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already August. Um, so if you want to see that, that goes into just all the obscure shit that I've seen that nobody else has. Um, and I haven't seen a whole lot of things. So. Uh-huh. so you get that. That's all for you. Including bonus episodes. There is the episode about um, Space Jam went up. Yeah. Um, what was the last one we did? Did we watch actual Space Jam or was it just... No, there's, uh, you know, bonus episodes, uh, including an upcoming because it is now available for uh, rental and and, uh, and download. That's true. Fast 9. Oh. Our first continuation of an old school, uh, an older series. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards, baby. But that is patreon.com slash empty square if you're feeling it. Um, follow me on TikTok. TikTok.com slash Brightwall Podcast or something like that. It's in the link tree. <laughs> Everything's in the link tree. We love you. We love you very much. We will see you next time. Thank you very much for watching. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.